Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. It certainly is powered by Media Stable and it is powered by the great Carmen Braidwood. Hello, Carmen Braidwood. Hi, Nick Hayes. How are you? Oh, getting there, getting there. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's yeah, we're, we're cruising along and uh, oh, look, you can feel a bit of the energy from uh, the podcast and uh, we, we've been talking to some amazing people of late. Um, but this is one that's going to freak me out a little. <laughs> it's going to freak me out because it's a little bit in that AI, a bit in that chatbot space. Uh, the future. The future. I don't or even, is it? I or is the future now, Nick? I don't even know where I'm going to be in 25 minutes after this <laughs> podcast. I, that's where I'm struggling. But uh, no, we've, we're going to have a chat about chatbots and uh, and all things AI. Amber from Ad Social, welcome to the show. Thank you. Really looking forward to chatting with you today. Talk to us about chatbots because can I just just share with everyone? Sure. Um, just recently, I did Timbo Reed's uh, Small Business Big Marketing, mm-hmm. and um, before I went on the show, I, I, I thought, oh, because I've, I've listened to a lot of his over the years. He's mm. been running that podcast for years. I thought I'll quickly go back, get myself reacquainted, and guess who I'm hearing? Amber. Hey. Talking ad social, talking chatbots, it was fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It is quite um, challenging at times to be able to explain chatbots to people that have absolutely no idea. So I hope that uh, you did get a lot out of listening in. Certainly did and was looking into it myself at the time as to whether I can, you know, use it in my business. Um, unfortunately, I've got an old school business that uh, does depend on relationships and direct con- connections with human beings. But um, for, now. for now, for now, yeah, is that a common <laughs> objection that you hear? Yeah, it, it is. Um, however, one of the quotes or the the mottos that we stand by is that there is literally a chatbot for everything. Okay. So um, it, I don't think it will ever replace that human connection. Sure. Um, however, it does streamline things. So it does make things, um, I guess, instead of sitting by your social media account constantly, you've actually got now just a program that can respond to all those mundane FAQs, the common questions that, that you're asked, rather than having to invest in staff. So what is a chatbot? So a chatbot is a pre-programmed conversation that lives on your social media accounts that then responds to messages and comments, answers questions, can guide people through a sales journey. I mean, you can even use them as games and uh, and like travel experiences. Oh, that's really, it does sound fun, yeah. right? It sounds yeah. fun. Uh, but then sometimes when one pops up and I'm using a website, I must admit, I kind of just want to just go... Piss off. Yeah, that's be- that's because we didn't program it, Carmen. <laughs> so how like do it. we avoid that? It's, um, it's actually really about trying to have a natural conversation. So very chit-chatty, short-form text. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I guess, being a little bit preemptive or proactive in terms of the conversational journey. So mm-hmm. trying to work out what are people going to ask before they ask and then guiding them down that path. So is it a frequently asked question 
element there because I I love FAQs. I I read websites FAQs mm. because interesting. Well, well, I know I'm I'm, I'm very unusual, Amber, <laughs> but but I'm unusual in the point that I love the fact if they know the question, they've got the answer. That they, they put it out there early, and it's like, and it, it's normally the question I want to ask. Is, yeah. is that what we're looking at? Yeah, it is. So, we tend to do there's a couple of different types of chatbots that you can do, but uh, at, because it is such new technology, the most seamless user experience is where you are doing a guided journey. So, it's almost like a welcome to Media Stable. Thanks for connecting with us. What questions do you have? And then you've got a bit of a gallery where you might have PR, for example, or new to training or mm. speaking on camera, et cetera, et cetera. So you're putting in front of them, these are the FAQs and then giving them those uh, answers automatically without human intervention. Yeah. And why is that better than just having the FAQs section? Um, it's just because... Because I'm, I'm the only one that reads it. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah. Well, look, there's... In terms of a marketing side of, ooh, mm-hmm. sorry, in terms of a marketing side of things, we tend to find that people are more open to communicating and exploring new things yep. when they're scrolling on social media. Yep. You know, it's after work, they're laying in bed, they want to be entertained. So that's a really good time to connect with them. And rather than taking them onto a website mm. where then they have to try and find all of the information, this is bringing them into a one-on-one conversation. Mm. That yeah. makes sense. And so how did it all really start for you? Oh, well, it's been a big journey in all honesty. So I started AdSocial in 2015. out of a need really to be able to stay at home with with my baby. So I masked as an agency, but really I was a freelancer with contractors mm-hmm. and uh, and then continued to do that for quite a while uh, until COVID hit. And then when COVID hit, we went down to absolutely zero incoming funds for several months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was when I decided to take a look at the business and transition from doing generalist marketing, which always kind of stunted our growth, actually, because, you know, we were a small little team um, by that point, and we were trying to go for these big accounts up against the big boys. Mm. And um, as you all know, Perth is quite a small place. There's already the dominant leaders that people just weren't interested in connecting with a small agency. So even though COVID really took us on a deep um, a deep spiral down, it took me into, you know, what, what do we want to do? So that's when we transitioned into the futuristic stuff and it's just been skyrocketing since then. Just going back a couple of steps here because, I mean, you know, as someone who was uh, with a couple of contractors, but, you know, sort of pretending – well, not pretending, I shouldn't say, <laughs> but posting or presenting as an agency, mm. heading into COVID, that must have been a bit of a relief because then obviously you can offload, restart, repurpose – get onto a new direction. Yeah, yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. Because you form a relationship with these contractors. Yeah. Mm. So you still have an obligation to be mindful of their family, understand mm. that they have rent to pay. So even though yes, it's very easy to go, here you go, we've got no work coming in. Yeah. The moral side of that oh. was just absolutely heartbreaking. Mm. And it got to the point where, you know, my husband was saying to me, every week you keep these contractors on, yep. that's a month of our family not getting any income. We mm. don't know how long this is going to go for. You know, you've really got to just get to this point where you just 
cut it. And it is always someone's family who's at risk, isn't it? No matter what you do, this is the stuff that weighs on business owners' minds all the time. Mm. So you made that decision then to go to future in in, in a way it was a niche, but, you know, from a media point of view, from an exposure and a PR point of view, which is what we talk about here at The Experts, I mean, it's been a popular news story, lady. Oh, it has. It has in recent years. So I would say about 12 months ago, it started becoming the topic that the media was really interested in picking up and exploring. Pre that, it was like flogging a dead horse. Was it? You know, it really was. What did people say to you? um, Just that they're not quite ready. And especially being in WA too, we are quite late to adopt new technologies. Mm. But that didn't stop me from from getting um, PR in my own way. Good. So I think it really started with just making sure that we were posting a lot on social media, that we were on LinkedIn and we're connecting with all of the people that we know will eventually pay attention to us. Sure. And then when the buzz started happening with Meta making announcements that they were looking into doing chat automation and they were focusing on messaging apps, that's when it skyrocketed. And I think that that's when the time came that we needed to put investment into PR. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been a great journey, really great journey. Automation sometimes carries with it a, a fairly negative uh, anchor. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, again, as even Calm said, nah, get, get rid of that thing, get rid mm. of it. But it's also too like offshoring as well. It's, it's sort of that carries a little bit of negative. But we, we've got to – you can't put your head in the sand with this, can you? You've, you've really got to look, look into it and find it because even you and I, Calms, have talked mm. about how do we build a product or build a service that has little – as little time and energy that we have to yeah. put into to, to make it work and happen. Automation – how much, how far can it go? Where where will this take us? Look, the last statistic that was released is that 80% of conversations on social media between brands and consumers can be automated. <sighs> and I am a big believer that the data doesn't lie. Mm. Uh, so in terms of our chatbot conversation, 80%. 80%. Yeah, wow. And to bring it back into that difference between your website FAQs, When you're programming a chatbot, we can actually see within each of the individual sentences where there is drop-off. Yeah. Whereas when you're driving traffic onto a website, you actually can't get that drill down of the data. Mm -hmm. So we ask people, do you want to speak to a human or are you comfortable to to speak with the digital bot? And you'll find that nine times out of ten, as long as the conversation is flowing, people are happy to connect because they want answers now. Not when Karen joins the office tomorrow at 9am. Yes, I love that. And you know why I love that as well, Amber, is it's transparency. We want transparency. Mm. As consumers, we just don't want to be looked at like we're idiots. We don't want our bank to pretend like it really is Karen Mm. uh, at home in front of the telly, just Mm. taking a moment from succession to go, yeah, um, Carmen, what is your home loan? You know, like, no, be honest. Say hi. I'm I'm the chatbot. I'm here to help you. Are you happy with this? 
And so that's just in the use case of customer service. There's actually some amazing brands that we are working with now that use it for gamification. So for example, um, the City of Swan has a bot that connects into your car stereo and gives you directions from Facebook Messenger to go from point to point to point to take you out to Mondo at Mondo Nougat and oh, really? take you out to the wineries and do a bit of a treasure hunt. There's so many amazing things that you can do with them. That's the stuff Tourist Radio used to have to do. This is great. Yeah, it's super cool. Really fun. So do you just get lots of fun ideas for different businesses and go just pitch it to them and see how it goes? Yes, that is exactly what I do. Yeah, right. So we are uh, trying to build the business uh, focusing on innovative brands. Mm -hmm. So we will go through and have a look at the brands that we want to work with and then we will make sure that we are reaching out to them on LinkedIn. We're making sure, again, which gets into my PR too because Mm -hmm. we'll connect on LinkedIn, make sure we're posting all of our PR stories to build up our brand uh, authenticity yep. and then we will reach out to them and give them one-on-one demos. Yeah, And that's just so important, isn't it, for gaining trust in that setting to have those media engagements. Absolutely, absolutely. So how important, because I dare say when you sit down with a client and you're working out the strategy, you're working out the very questions or the pain points that the client has, how in-depth... And how deep do you go? Because that must be that. That's where a lot of the work is done. I, I would imagine that's the critical part. I think the plugging in the the, the, the dots and the and crossing the T's has got to be the easy part. But is that is that where all the work is? Yeah, it is. And there are tools that we can integrate. So you can now have our social media listening tools that will AI will monitor the conversations that are happening through your inbox <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram and it'll actually populate uh, an Excel spreadsheet, believe it or not, and it will have these are the common FAQs and this is how your customer service representative of course is you responding. Do. Yes. So it's also great for brand consistency too because, I mean, humans have off days. Yeah. yeah, You know, you wake up in the morning, you're tired and you think, oh gosh, do I have to respond to this silly message that's today? Yeah. Whereas the bot is programmed in your brand tone of voice. It's consistent, gives you those answers on, on repetition and it also tags and segments an audience. So it takes your conversation it then builds up a consumer profile in the back end mm. so that we know what you're interested in. If we want to do a remarketing campaign to you later, we can say these people, for example, are interested in hotels and accommodation. These people are interested in restaurants. These people are interested in music festivals. And then we can do targeted remarketing campaigns using conversational techniques. Mm. So it's not then pulling the data and then delivering an ad back into a newsfeed. It's pulling that data and realising Nick likes restaurants. We're going to send him a direct message saying, hey, Nick, this is a new restaurant that's opened up in town. Excellent. I'll be there in 25 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm starving. It's really clever, isn't it? And this is it. The problems that we have, I guess, as business owners is we think, oh, I'm just a bit busy. I just can't be bothered working out what that journey would be be but they're all being solved by itself it's it's, yeah. it's this monster that's just keeps self-perpetuating yeah, isn't it correct yeah i think yeah. i think one of the challenges though and, and that's and again getting back to that very beginning about chatbots and i think the original versions of anything are annoying uh, mm. and painful <laughs> I, those pop-up screens and everything like that obviously it's developed and mm. has moved on 
where do you see – you said 80% of potential is potential opportunity. We're talking a lot of business here. How can we change the mindset of the business owners and the experts that are listening to this today around reinvestigate, have a look at this, mm. see if this is actually right for your business? Is there a pathway you can take to see, will I benefit from putting this on my business, putting it inside it? Yeah, so I guess in terms of the technology evolution is what people are most familiar with are chat widgets on a website. And they have quite um, a lot of limitations in terms of what you can ask. Mm. It is, you know, typically for a a small to medium-sized business, Mm -hmm. it's three questions. You know, name, telephone number, what's your inquiry? And that's quite, um, I guess, limited. Now, with a chatbot, it's actually completely customised. So you can ask unlimited questions. You can really think about that user experience and that natural form of conversation. So mm-hmm. I think the the experience is constantly getting better and the more that people are engaging with it, the more businesses will end up adopting it. What's some of the best media exposure you've had and, and why did you get it? Mm. Um, so you better say Timbo Reed because he <laughs> listens to this program. Timbo, you know you're a man. <laughs> you better tell um, him. Timbo's podcast was phenomenal, absolutely yep. phenomenal. So that was booked through a PR agency that we were working with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in terms of best, um, I would say that some of the best engagements that we have had, or I myself have had, are speaking at events. As you know, Carmen, um, through our own private conversations, I'm absolutely petrified of public speaking. Mm -hmm. My hands shake naturally, so I get really self-conscious being in front of a stage. However, I'm completely okay with virtual engagements. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you are, (laughs) considering what you do. Yes. Um, So, uh, (laughs) speaking... uh, uh, for the Instagram summit, that was something that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, tomorrow, I am uh, doing a virtual uh, webinar with Meta, Holy which is moly. super exciting. That is definitely career highlight. Hold your horses, because this has gone to air a little after that event. Yeah, so, so what, what is we can that? Go and look at it now, right? Well, there is a brand new ad placement that is uh, coming soon to the Facebook platform. And I can't say much, but what I can say is people will not be using email as much as what they have Ooh. previously with this brand new ad placement. So in terms of how, how that came about, yeah. um, through uh, writing my own stories and submitting them through to ManyChat, which is a software company, mm-hmm. and writing these stories and showcasing our work all of the time yep. and making sure that we were constantly front front of mind, we ended up getting picked up as beta testers for Meta. So what that actually means is that whenever there is a new product or a new feature that is coming out, yep. we get the opportunity to test it and learn it and report back to Meta. Epic. So, yeah, so it's been amazing. We've even had a work featured on Meta. Wow. So good. Yeah. And so you mentioned, you know, that the live appearances, you know, mm. being on stage do mm-hmm. make you nervous. Absolutely. How about something yeah. like a podcast? How you feel today? Yeah, so I feel great. Yeah, so I think that that would be um, my biggest tip to any of the listeners that are out there that are thinking, gosh, what should I do from a PR perspective? Mm. Don't stop yourself because you might be uncomfortable in a certain area. So as I suggested, I can't get up on stage 
absolutely sends me into a spin. <laughs> but I can write blogs, I can speak on podcasts, I can do virtual uh, presentations or virtual webinars. And that has had an incredible impact on yeah. our business. Mm. So I think that just sit within your level of comfortability until you're ready to push yourself a bit What further. are you going to do about that, Amber? Because oh, I would imagine... Speak have to Yeah, good. I think you need, you need to book the calms. <laughs> yeah. But I think from this, the, probably the people that will be either your potential market or audience are going to be the ones that you'll be speaking to them at. Yeah. And, and to miss out on that opportunity, it's enormous. As much as you can do the media, as much as you can do the PR, all the PR in the world, unless you're getting you in front of the, the very decision makers in this space, mm. it's, it's going to be hard because, mm. you know, we all carry sort of that baggage of sort of negativity towards chatbots and AI. Mm. Not, not all of us, but I mean... I think it comes from you. You're very comfortable here in the podcast scenario. Yeah, you're great. Yeah, you're, small groups, not yeah, a problem. In yeah. fact, I actually, I, I won't name names of the brand that's in Perth that I had a presentation with, but I knew that they had quite a big marketing team. So I'm talking, you know, 30 to 50. And I had an opportunity to present to them and I intentionally did not ask how many people are in the room because I thought if I know... You're going to freak out. I'm going to freak out. It's a good strategy. Well, as it turns out, I ended up coming to the presentation and as I was walking into the room, I saw the host list of names and I thought, oh gosh, this is it. And I actually said to myself... Just tell them you're sick and walk out. It's okay. What are they going to do? They can't force you to get up mm-hmm. there. I thought, no, do you know what? You bloody earned this moment, Amber. You earned this to sit in front of that audience. You are going in there. And I loved it. Well so done. I feel like it's just slow steps. I'm now mm. up to about 50 people. <laughs> not quite ready for 5,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mindset game and yeah. you've hit the nail on the head when you said to yourself, you've earned this. You know, mm. you get this recognition because you deserve it, right? People very often put the horse before the cart in this situation. They're like, oh, oh they should go to someone else. No, yeah. you are asked to do this because you deserve it. You have worked and you've gotten yourself to that position. So if you can take that energy into the room when you know you are a bit vulnerable to some nerves, I think you're very skillful. I think that's really a great strategy. So well done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Epic. And, I, and look, I think it's, it's a challenge for everyone. I, I mm. think, you know, you're not expected to be the best at everything that you do. And, um, you know, there's certain skill sets that you can bring to the table, but you'll be missing out on others. But if it's a fear, if it is something that you're just holding back or you know that it's going to do wonders for your business, you need to invest in this. This is a space yeah. that you need to do. And I, I, I look, I, you'll never, ever know everything. You know, you'll, you on your dying bed, mm. um, you're going to still say, I still don't know everything and I will never, and no one ever does, but you keep on learning and keep on trying to be better at it. And I just see that the, the presentation perspective for what you're doing, if you get in front of 15 or 20 CEOs, you're working for three, the next three years. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, hey? It would be amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I love the way you you speak to the future and, and, and define exactly what these chatbots are to help us feel safe and know that there's something we could actually adopt. I'm now there going, okay, I could definitely do this for the whole confidence on camera shebang. Let's make it happen. And so that's a really powerful thing, isn't it? Through storytelling and talking about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. What is it about the future of the internet that's, you know, even though we've 
had a good track record now mm. of seeing things change. There's pretty much every generation I on the planet. Remember, I still remember in the day this will never take off. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've <laughs> Bring me back my fax machine. <laughs> Where's my snake on my phone? <laughs> That's right. We've done it, haven't we? We've oh. seen change. We know it's okay. The, the worst hasn't happened. The Y2K bug didn't end everything. You know, <laughs> yeah. we, we should have a pretty accepting... Uh, state of a mind, shouldn't we, when it comes to technology? Do you think there is still a bit of unnecessary fear around new things in the internet these uh, days? I think that people are embracing it um, because it's still fun and interactive. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, especially from an advertising perspective, it makes things more, yeah, as I said, interactive. So it's not mm. necessarily just two-dimensional and I'm showing you an ad and if you're interested, then click here. Now mm. you can have a conversation. I mean, we are exploring now augmented reality ads. Yeah. Cool. So if you're thinking about this from a user experience, you're scrolling through Facebook, you're looking at jewellery, you found an amazing pair of earrings that you want, you click on the ad and you can use VR to try them on from your handset, click a button, it takes you directly into a message where you can click, tap and purchase. Love it. You know, it's mm. not it's not about a website anymore, you no, know. They're almost, they're almost defunct now, aren't they? Well, they're, they are. Yeah. I mean, you can run a business successfully <laughs> just on social media. Of course you can. That's one of the business 101s yeah. these days, yeah. isn't it? Don't wait for the website, just get on with it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't ever look at my website, anybody, because it's horrible. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, I've got a really nice website that I spent a lot of time finessing, a lot. Yeah, but I, look, hang on, let's let's not just discount websites altogether here mm. because I think, you know, when you are living social, when you're putting stuff out social, um, I, I'm always going to go back to the website before I look at the social mm. media or I'm going to look – if I'm going to do research on a business or an organisation, I'm going to mm. look at the quality of the website because it, 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 at the end – I can put anything I want up on on socials. Oh, don't give me a reality check because yes! now we're going to have to quickly update our website. Well, no, but but, but a bit of reality check. You just talked about yeah. augmented reality. Yeah. You're getting too far ahead of yourself, Amber. <laughs> let's stick Calm to down. let's stick to the peaks that are going on. But but in all but all in all seriousness, a lot of us are still we're not there yet. And mm-hmm. and you made a very good point that in, particularly in Western Australia uh, and Australia generally. We, we aren't great takers up of this. We mm. haven't been good at doing it. US is killing us. Europe's killing us. But getting that part right, and, and I think I, I want to ask you the question before we wrap up around the trust factor and also to the fact that you're building relationships and connections, and I'm not sure if I'm ready to have a relationship with a, a chatbot yet as opposed to a person. But you know what? You, you, you hit something with me today is that... If I have to wait, if I'm asking on a Saturday night while I've just watched North Melbourne get thrashed by whatever team in the <laughs> yeah. AFL is, um, and I'm and I'm doing a quick bit of research on some furniture and stuff that I want to get for next week, and I have to wait till Monday because at the moment, at the time, you know, over it, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm thinking I want answers then, and yeah. I'm probably prepared to take it from mm. artificial intelligence if. They've done it well at their end. Yeah. So, look, there are lots of cowboys that are out there. Yeah. 100% there are. And my biggest advice would be don't go with anybody unless they can prove that they have a full understanding of compliance. 
because there are evolving data protection, compliance, you know, adherence in terms of programming. And they are constantly changing because mm. every couple of months there's a new discovery that Meta is making. Yep. So they're constantly changing their policies and procedures. Yep. And if you don't stay on top of this, there is no forgiveness. Your account is shut down. Yep. Okay. That's, that's just it because they're so powerful at the moment. You know, I mean, you can connect with people and you've got 90% open rates in comparison to your email, which might be about 20%. Yeah. So with all of this power... 34% for us. Oh, oh, well done. (laughs) Good quality content. (laughs) So with that power, Meta is really making sure that people aren't taking advantage. Okay. So um, in in terms of that, I think that it's just making sure that you are going with somebody who understands the rules and regulations so that they can build an experience that can be trusted. And I'll say it for you, that's the benefit of going someone like yourself who's niched to this mm-hmm. as, ad, as ad social. You're just looking at those chatbots yeah, and yeah. the futuristic yeah, things. Yeah. I mean, in time, I give it 10 years and I think that every marketing agency, this will become a general offer yeah. that marketing agencies are, are putting forward. Mm. Yep. But we've got a good 10 years because right now we're still only working with the innovative brands. Yeah. This isn't something that small businesses and medium-sized businesses exploring. Mm. It's really, you know, the, the bigger brands. Can yep. they afford then, it, Amber? Can they get it in? Yeah. Yep. They can. So, I mean, you're looking at a chat widget, which are the annoying ones on the website. Yeah. You're looking at that and a software subscription could cost you a couple of grand. Yeah. yeah. Now you could build a customized experience that lives on your social media and you have that replicated on your website for a couple of grand and you own that for life. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. It's not it's not what I thought it'd be. Well, look, I thought, I thought I it was mean, with a couple of yeah. couple of extra zeros at the look, end. There are definitely some that are. Yeah. Mm. So it depends on what you're wanting. So, so if an insurance company, for instance, mm. you know, a very uh, standard type style mm-hmm. business that mm-hmm. is, you know, is doing this, mm-hmm. what are they paying? So to have the programming set up, it's probably between two and a half and five. And then if they want advertising on top of that, that's yep. obviously a monthly service fee yep. and then they have their ad spend. But, I mean, then you can go up into gamification bots, so where you're doing travel tours and destinations Love and that. you're probably looking, you know, hmm. 10 to 15 grand each. Yep. Bring in some AR, that might bring it up a little bit. And then you've got... Uh, the big room that I was telling you about with my 50 audience, not <laughs> naming the name, you know, that's a six-figure bot. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know. yeah. So because they're getting really, smarter and smarter. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. So it really does depend on the use case. And do you want it to be a customer service agent or do you just want it to sell one particular product? Mm. You know, your um, your talking on camera mm. course that, that you have, that's, yeah. that's a campaign message. Yep. You know, that's nominal. Yeah, right. Oh, it's a lot it. to think about, isn't it, Nick? It is. She's and pretty good. And I tell you Have what. Have I sold it to you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm investigating. Oh. And if you've got the old fax machine dude, Nick Hayes, getting looking at it, you might get it. A few of the people, a few of the listeners. Amber, if people want to find out more, how do they get in contact with you? So I am most active on LinkedIn. So Amber Lee Henriques. So A-M-B-E-R-L-E-A. I'm Henriques. The girls will uh, come in and Nick will, will drop all of those details. Yeah, we I'm will. Assuming. 
assuming. Yep. Um, you can also reach out to me, not via the website. <laughs> Obviously not. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to check your website out no, straight please, after this now. Don't, don't do that. Well, I love you, it. On the socials. Yeah, on the socials. Oh, clean up your act, young lady. Because it's on you, the to-do list. I'm like a builder with yeah. the horrible home. I love it. I love, I love it. it. We, went, we, we interviewed a, a marketing agency that didn't have a website for yeah. five years. Yeah, that was my, my good friend at um, White Noise. Yeah. White noise, oh. and it was like going, "Oh my Godfather, you, you you're building everyone else's yeah. websites. Did a power of work, and yeah. oh, hang on, we haven't actually done ours yet. We're <laughs> too busy doing and not enough yeah. doing at at home. It's okay. Well, good to meet you, Amber. Well Likewise. done. And look, you've you've changed the way we think about bots. I think um, yeah. you know the future's there. And if you think that you're going to just you know ignore AI and uh, think it's just going to disappear, think again. Because uh, yeah, there'll be a machine at the other end that'll be thinking for you. <laughs> uh, well done, good work. Thanks, Carms. See you next time. Thanks, good on you. Have a great week. We'll speak to another expert and another media. You've been listening to the Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au. <laughs>